But Rogers in the 25th century. And a shower of silver dollars from Popsicle Pete's money box. Far, far from Earth in the great void of outer space, out near the orbit of the planet Pluto, Buck, Wilma, and Dr. Hewer once discovered the black planetoids, small heavenly bodies made of a substance that absorbs light to such a degree it reflects none. Planetoids that are virtually invisible, that exist in a state of perpetual darkness. On one of these strange little worlds, a powerful floodlight would illuminate only a tiny area because of the lack of reflection. And that's why Killer Kane and Ardela seeking to escape from our friends in a super rocket plane, roared onward and onward through space and finally landed on one of the black planetoids. The spaceship of Buck, Wilma, and Dr. Hewer, badly disabled in the course of its flight, streaked downward into the planetoid's tremendous gravitational area, downward through its dense atmosphere, until finally it crashed. Now we open our story inside the ill-fated rocket ship's control cabin. Here we go... 500 years into the future. Doc. Wilma. Are you all right? I am, Doctor. So am I. The crash certainly sounded bad, but... Well, we're all whole. Yes. Thank heaven. Knocked our lights out, though. I can't see a thing. Well, I can. Huh? Our metal door must have been banged open. Look. There's a light coming through the port of Killer Kane's ship over there. Yes, yeah, yes, Buck, I see it. And, Doctor, we finally got them. Hmm? Thinking that we're done for, they'll come over here. All we need to do to trap them is to sit tight and keep perfectly quiet. Buck is right, Dr. Hewer. We've got to be all ready for them. Oh, I can feel my way over to the weapon cabinet. I'll get us some disintegrators and rocket pistols and a hand light. No, no light, Wilma. I'll spot them and know that we're okay. Of course, sorry. The curious thing about light on this planetoid, Kane's metallograph port over there is quite bright, but it doesn't cast any general illumination, whatever. Any light on this place is completely absorbed by both the ground and the atmosphere. That's why the air seems so stuffy all the time. But here, here's some weapons for you. Oh, good woman. Oh, thank you, Wilma. Any sign of movement from their ship yet? No, none whatsoever. No. So we may as well make ourselves as comfortable as possible. Uh, here, Wilma, there's a control seat right back of me, right here. Okay. Only be careful getting to it, because part of this half-wrecked control board is jutting out. Oh, so I noticed. Yeah, okay? Sure. Well, now for a long, quiet wait. Until Kane and Ardela come over here to look at what they probably... That crash landing didn't finish them off. I'll eat my flying jacket. I'm pretty sure of it, aren't you? Why not? Never heard such a crack-up in my life. You forget one thing, Ardela. The shock insulation built into that ship. I still don't think they could have survived. We're going to wait right here until we're sure. No lights have appeared aboard that ship of theirs. And what's left of it. We're still going to wait. Okay. Now for a long, quiet wait. What's this? Hmm? Until Kane and Ardela come over here to look at what they probably think are our remains. Do you hear that? They're alive. No sign of their moving out of that ship yet. But they will. It's coming through our radio unit, Kane. Right. Their transmitter is on, but they don't know it. You, uh... And moving around in the dark over there, someone has accidentally turned it on. Ah, Dela, we couldn't ask for more. I still can't believe they ever survived that crash. Oh, don't you believe your own ears? Well... Now we can play that waiting game as well as they can. What's more, we're in a far better position to do so. Buck? Quiet. Uh, yes, Wilma? Can you reach me a drink of water? Yeah, 
tank's right here beside me. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm so dry myself, I could almost exhale dust. <laughs> this is one for me, please. I can't think of anything I'd like more. Right, sir. I'll... Uh-oh. What's the matter? Water tank is bone dry. Listen. Oh, no, are you sure? Uh, let me have your hand. See? Uh, drop coming out. Oh, but what? <laughs> one we can't do without it. This is serious. I know it. I'm afraid there's nothing we can do, though, until we can get into Kane's ship. Well, but... Okay. Well, uh, no water aboard their ship, eh? If they only knew it, there's a water hole less than 100 feet away from them. How do you know? Now, why do you suppose I navigated our ship down to this particular spot? Well? It's exactly where we landed when we were on this black planetoid before. Oh, I see. Incidentally, there's a deep natural pit not far from here, too. Adela, I've got an idea. Well, it had better be good. Listen, as long as those three are inside their ship, we can't safely get over to them to put them out of the way. Of course not. The minute we used enough light to get their exact location, they'd blast us down. But if we can get one of them out of that ship... And it would certainly be Roger. Now, wait a minute. Better tell me how you think you can do it. Easily. By turning on our radio transmitter and letting them hear us talk. What? But just to make sure you don't pull any of your usual boners, I'll carefully write out exactly what we're going to say beforehand. It still doesn't make sense, Kane. A little bit of carefully planned dialogue will get Rogers out of that ship while my name isn't Killer Kane. Well, if you ask me, it'll have to be pretty good dialogue. If you'll pipe down a minute so I can write it, it will. Now, while I'm doing it, you can keep a sharp eye in the general direction of Hours and hours, and still no sign of movement in Kane's rocket ship. Oh, just got to be patient, Wilma. It's all right. We're helpless until they come over here. If only there was some water. Isn't there an emergency tank of some kind on board, Doctor? No, well, I'm afraid not. We'll just have to breathe in there. Buck, we'd stand at least an equal chance if we made an attack on Kane and I. Forget it, Wilma. We're thirsty, too. We don't dare take any chances. Look, the light from the port of Kane's ship has gone out. I wonder what that means. Probably nothing, Wilma. There's one of the forward compartments. Good night. I hope it doesn't mean they're getting ready to take off. If we let... Now, wait, Buck. What's that? Can't you even walk past this control board without bumping into it? I'm sorry, Kate. You hear that? Our game was bumped into the control board and turned on their radio unit. Did you turn out the light in the forward compartment? Yeah. Now that we've got the water tank full again, we don't need it on. Rather a lucky find, that water hole out there, wasn't it? Listen. There's a lightsaber. Did you mark it well? With a small player. What a fuck can the rest see it? They're dead aboard that cracked up wreck. Maybe. Anyway, the flare is behind a little clump where they couldn't see it. Turn off the receiver, Wilma. That's all we need to know. Why turn off the receiver? Because I want to make some adjustments on both receiver and transmitter. Okay. Hey, is our transmitter on, too? What? Oh, no, it couldn't have been. Oh. Here, now. I'm going to set this for a monodirectional beam on a wavelength of four centimeters. Let's pop on. There. Now, we'll get into the locker here. There we are. What are you going to do, Buck? Put on a space suit and go out and get some water. Buck, that's too dangerous. This suit will give me protection and a way for us to communicate with each other while I'm out there. That's why I set the directional wavelength so that Kane and Ardella won't hear us. But, but what if they see you out there? In that blackness? It's still a possibility, Buck. I'll be just as ready for them as they'll be for me. One disintegrator and a rocket pistol, and I'll meet Killer Kane any place, any time. But you can fight the weapons on their ship. Yes, Buck. Only way they could see me from their ship would be by my getting in line with a flare. I'll stay the side of it. And suppose you get lost out there. You take a small hand flash... And watch the directional rangefinder here on the radio panel, and you can guide me. They might see that light. Not if you cover it well. Look, I still wish you wouldn't go. Thirsty? Not that thirsty. Sure you are. So is Dr. Hewer, and so am I. Here, help me get this helmet over my head, will you please, Doctor? If I can feel my way over to your side. Here, sir. Here we are. Uh, That's it. Be sure you get it on straight so that you can talk to us through the midget radio unit. Uh, There. 
There now. You uh, hear me all right? Yes, yes. Here, a rocket pistol and disintegrator. And a container for water. Thanks. Now, here I go. Doctor, I'm awfully worried about his going out He'll be able to take care of himself, Wilma. Yes, rocket pistol, disintegrator, and the jumping belt that's filled with the uniform. Buck? Okay, Wilma. Sing along fine out here. Don't run smack into Kane's rocket ship. Judging by the light we saw, it's well away from where I am. Inside of that flare marking the waterhole? Not yet, sir. Oh, oh, here, wait. Yeah, now I see it. You sure it isn't another light in their plane? No. Looks almost like a small bonfire. Probably one of the flares from the laboratory deck of that ship. Yeah, I guess so. I'm walking over toward it now. No, well, be careful, Buck. You don't want them to see you against that light. Don't worry, Doctor. I'll... Hey! What's the matter, Buck? Buck. Buck. Buck, what's happened? Answer me, Buck. Buck! Well, it looks as though Kane's trick has worked, doesn't it? 